Parental discretion is advised. This show is brought to you by IndieWrestling.us and IndieWrestling.network for your independent wrestling entertainment. Slice on Broadway, supporting Pittsburgh podcasting with the perfect pepperoni pizza. Just Pro Wrestling News Podcast. No filler, no pop-ups. Production services by Sidekick Media Services. And listeners like you, supporting us at Patreon.com slash Wrestling Mayhem Show. It is the Wrestling Mayhem Show, episode 804 Tuesdays. We've been talking about professionalized wrestling. I'm Mike Sorgat, Sorgatron on the Twitter, here in the Sorgatron Media Studios in Pittsburgh, PA, and we are ready to get into it. We got a, a interesting, intriguing list, stupendous list. Thank you, <laughs> chat room. Uh, but first of all, from Bacon, New York, he's just out there looking for a Batman movie to take a seven-year-old to. It is Mad Mike. A live action. Live action. Live action. It's Super Pets doesn't do it for you? First of all, that's not about Batman. I was about to say, some of the animated ones aren't good for kids either. So <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, some, some of them aren't. So, but, um, we had a little bit of a discussion around the Batman at the end of the Monday Mayhem show. Ah, okay. And that's where we came from. Mm-hmm. But, uh, but, but there was that. Uh, say his name. Say his name, damn it, Batman. Vengeance. His vengeance. It's barely vengeance. vengeance so. His name is Vengeance L. Batman. Yes, L. Batman. And you heard that the is. voice back on the show with a new gig. He's in sport. I'm, I'm sad you didn't wear the hat. Uh, <laughs> I don't think you wore that publicly, but. I was say the, what, the booking hat? The booking hat. Yeah. Oh, is that what that is? Oh. <laughs> Chris LaRusso back on the show. It's been. My God, probably a year since you've been on. So uh, good to have you back. Great to be back. We've uh, made some space since you've been here. I last. see that. You know, we've taken a few walls out. You know, yeah, pretty much. You know, no, we just moved everything behind a wall. Oh, so okay. that's pretty much what happened there. So good to have you back. So you, much you, more room for activities. Yes, so. very much so. Very much so. And even room for people to get to the walls to 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 write on, as we've uh, discovered on episode eight hundred. Christ. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Mr. Beastman. Uh, but uh, but no, looking his forward. His name is also Vengeance. His name is also Yeah, I, I guess. Um, uh, but no, I'm looking forward to catching up with you. Uh, you know, you've had a lot going on here. Uh, a, a bit of a, a career shift, and mm-hmm. I'm, I'm 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 loving what I'm seeing so far out of it. So we'll talk about that. Rise Wrestling, big show coming up this week, right? Yep, absolutely. March 12th at the Uniontown Mall. Come check us out. The Iceman Cometh. Yes. The name of the show. Main event. Uh, starring, Ice- starring Mr. Iceman. Yep, uh, the the, uh, the Iceman Tony Johnson, who was never defeated for the Rise Grand Championship, will be going up against the current champion, Pretty Boy Smooth, and that and so much more. We'll talk yes. about that in a minute. Let's Excited. get to the introduction. Let's get to it. First of all, please go check out everything at WrestlingMayhemShow.com. Hit us up at the email address. Good times. Good times at WrestlingMayhemShow.com. Was there a second voice in there? Mine. Else yeah, I know this. I know this. What? It's like my 20th time on the show. I know this gig. Yes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I thought somebody popped in on Zoom. I didn't realize that was you. Uh, and of course, uh, 412-206-WMAN0 is the hotline uh, at Mayhem Show on the Twitter. And of course, uh, hit us up in the Wrestling Mayhem Show group. The, the Discord, a lot of discussion happening in there. Uh, uh, connect, uh, 
uh, linked over on WrestlingTheAmShow.com if you want to get on the Discord, on our Reddit page. And, of course, we're here live every Tuesday at 7 p.m. No, I'm sorry, that's a different show. 9 p.m. Eastern yeah. time when the guest corrects my time of what time. Yes. You've been doing a little. T- you, you, you need to start uh, delegating responsibility to some of your minions. We've been doing a little bit of delegating, actually, lately. Yeah. So um, Dave Ponder's out there doing some great clips for the show that I, I will now start to actually acknowledge him for during, on, on the uh, Twitter and everything, so acknowledge. Yes, acknowledge the pod man. Acknowledge. That's like, you're the pod man by that from from now on. No, he's the so. tribal gif. The tribal giffer. No, just the tribal gif. The tribal gif. He doesn't do gifs. He does gif, clips. Dave Pod. Rob's been working on. We have been delegating. We, oh wait, wait. If it, he's the tribal clipper. The sure the tribal clipper. Huh. And, 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 okay. Anyways, or the clipper way. chief. I don't know. We're work. We're work. The Clipper in chief, in chief, on chief. No, no, no. It's gotta be two words. Okay, yeah, we'll, we'll figure it out. That's what I want now. Is a is a is a my GM mode, but for podcasting. You know, just a, like how do I delegate and create a podcast on no budget? You know, that's it. Just like there's like computer developer. You know, anyways. Anyways, beyond that, this is the wrong show for that kind of talk. Uh, You can we are streaming, of course, on the Facebook Live for Wrestling Mayhem Show, as well as the YouTube on the Twitter, on the Sorkshire Media Twitch, and on the Indie Wrestling US Twitch and YouTube pages. Thank you everybody tuning in on all those. We do have I have multiple chat rooms hanging out here, so if you're out there and Garza, we'll see you. We see you. We see you lurking on the YouTube. You think we're not looking, but we're looking for you. We got we got the eye out on there. The only blind spot now is Twitter, but because uh, I'm out of tabs. Um, <laughs> so, but anyways, glad to be streaming and all that. And also, thank you to our Patreon supporters. I don't think there's been any updates this week, uh, but thank you to our supporters that uh, you know, especially here uh, going into uh, Patreon in the bank for uh, the Mayhem Mania will be coming up here in the next couple of weeks. Hopefully, get a date from our uh, our proprietor of uh, Mayhem Mania's tonight. Um, but thank you to our friends at the fan of the show level, Bo Diggity! Woo! As well as Ed Burke and Team Hammerfist at the Poppy Club level, Dave Ponder and Bobby FJ Town at the Pizza Club level, Doc Remedy, Kyle Turner, and the Riz, Riz Plays Games. And at the manager level, Bradley, Tina Keys, and at the $37 clerks level, which he created for himself, mm-hmm. Mad Mike. 37. 37. If you know, a, you know. In a row. Yes. In a row. If you're a 90s nerd like us, you know. Uh, yes. So, we will not state it just in case uh, Junior is watching. Um, do that for you, Tina. I know. That's the only thing we won't say on this show. Uh, but anyways, uh, let's... Oh, God. Bradley's in the chat. Is Bradley in the chat? Bradley's in the chat. Oh, oh no. Got a bunch of butt emojis. <laughs> yeah, I found some books for him in Target the other day. Anyways, big news this week. Well, first of all, let's touch on um, Vince McMahon had a chat uh, with Pat McAfee last week, um, which um, I enjoyed as the as the interview went. Vince like Vince like settled more into it and realized like Vince like explaining things going on and dropping a random f bomb just in in, in explanation was mm-hmm. the most humanizing thing of the whole thing obviously uh but but I, it it was it was nice I, it was nice I think to the see most Vince humanizing beat. thing was that he kept hitting the microphone yes oh no very yeah. familiar with that 
you know, how many guests have hit those microphones over there, you know, doing things? If, if, if Vince, Vince and Brock Lesnar are not immune from uh, podcasting faux pas, mm-hmm. it kind of feel makes me feel good. Also, the uh, audio engineering and technique on that uh, microphone technique on that show drive me insane. I can't believe this is a serious show, a serious radio show. Um, not only a serious radio show, but got a lot of money for that. <laughs> yeah, seriously, it's like, mm-hmm. oof, oof. But anyways, um. But uh, yeah, no, I, I you know, it, 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 you know, obviously there's there's things that people are going to nitpick at, you know, talked about like, you know, a uh, uh, cut and dead rate for the roster and things like that, um, which people immediately attacked, which really it kind of seemed like an offhand comment, which I don't think Vince even has any weight in whatsoever um, from the sounds of the way things went down. But 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 generally, like, I love hearing the story, like, or, you know, just thinking about how Vince is a guy that like grew up in a trailer park. To become, you know, it's kind of like a great American story to a certain point, right? And how much this is like a mom and top pop company up until, let's say, two thousand. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, it's a massive. There, there's a there's so many people have the misconception of Vince McMahon that mm-hmm. you know he was born into luxury, and you know I don't think that he actually met his father until he was a teenager, mm. and um. You know, Vince has said in prior interviews how horrible um, his growing up in, I think it was South Carolina, was. And, you know, he had a very bad relationship with his stepfather. And, you know, the the Vince McMahon that we sort of have come to know really has a a very humanizing story. And uh, we don't see, Vince doesn't show that side of him almost ever. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's been limited interviews, and I think, you know, the last time that he did sort of a, an interview with an outside entity was more than 15 years ago, and there's a reason for that. It was the Bob Costas yeah, one, Yeah, I mean, right? there was the Costas one. There was, I can't remember the other one where he snatched the papers out of someone's was, hand. Was that the one where they, they actually showed, like, 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 like their cameras also caught the interview to show the unedited, like, what happened yeah. kind of thing? and I mean, there's, and Vince... Some would say for very good reason is very suspicious of outside press, you know, mm-hmm. that they have an agenda mm-hmm. that they, you know, that this, that this interview is coming in with an agenda. I think one of the refreshing things was, is that he knows McAfee doesn't. Yes. McAfee's not beholden to him. He's got his own empire. Yes. He's got his own, you know, so in some ways he can challenge fans. And you can tell that they have fostered a little bit of a, I mean, he's in his ear all night on Friday nights mm-hmm. for two hours, right? Mm-hmm. So it's not like, like for what, a like year now? So they have a working relationship, friendship, mm-hmm. and that's what was coming out, and that was comfortable for him, right? Yeah, and, and again, because McAfee has his own has his own media empire, and he really does. You know, the Pat McAfee show does great numbers, and, and mm-hmm. you know, I, I tune in fairly regularly um and when i can i catch the clips but uh so he was able to broach subjects that um the internal wwe media Mm -hmm. you know won't i mean won't dare ask won't dare to to come across and vince will give you know his honest answers one of the ones that i found really intriguing and i kind of it's the one I disagreed with the most, but I think it was the one that was maybe the most telling about Vince's worldview, at least when it comes to wrestling, mm-hmm. was is that he said, you know, we don't call them wrestlers. We call them WWE superstars. He said, because anyone can be a wrestler, 
not anyone can be a WWE superstar. Now yeah, he he yeah. did try to qualify that. He said anyone can be a good wrestlers and bad wrestlers. You know, he tried to to sort of massage the. I would argue that it's the other way around. Mm-hmm. You know that you know there are some people who can be WWE superstars who are not wrestlers. Okay, and there are some people who are you know some of the greatest pro wrestlers in the world who in Vince's eyes can't be WWE superstars. Mm-hmm. And it was an interesting look on how he sort of the, the dividing line there's a in brand. his mind. Then this is branding. This, this is the other thing. This is branding. Uh, no, see, I don't think it's just branding. See, okay. I, yeah, you're right. It is branding. Yeah. But, um, you know, to look at some other recent interviews, what was it that Brian, uh, uh Brian Danielson said that, you know, I just want to bleed every once in a while. <laughs> yeah, and Vince yeah. <laughs> said, well, I'm sorry that I can't give that to you. Mm-hmm. And that's you, not my product. That's not that's my not pro- what we do. That's here. not what we yeah. do here. Pro wrestling, and he so he has a, a vision in his mind that there is that line between pro wrestling and sports entertainment, WWE superstar, mm-hmm. uh, or pro wrestler and WWE superstar. And for a lot of people, they thought it was just that's just branding. That's just you know, oh, Vince is trying to be. No, he sees a massive difference mm-hmm. in his mind. Well, Mm-hmm. I, I think it's also not him that drew that line. I think it's, I, it's a collective I, I think, thing over the years, right? I think so. I think it. I think there was a line that was drawn when the company went public. Mm-hmm. That I they can occasionally that too, yeah that they can occasionally tiptoe across, mm-hmm. but you're never going to get stuff that you saw in ninety eight, ninety nine. Ever? No, again. no, no, no. And I mean, you're not going to see mid south stuff. You're not going to see stuff that. Uh, you're not going to see stuff from the history of pro wrestling, the, the absolute bloodbaths, um, the wild brawls, you know, in the crowd. You won't see the ECW influence quite as much. Um, I, I just found it very interesting, his mindset on this, because as I, you know, am a trainer at a pro wrestling school, I've had to tell people when you send stuff to AEW or to Impact, Say this, 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 and this. Mm-hmm. And when you're going to send stuff to WWE, tell them that you are a college football player. Tell mm-hmm. them that you play. Tell them mm-hmm. that you played in the CFL. Tell you know, emphasize different things. And if the fact that you can throw a drop kick, make that a pleasant surprise. Yes, you know. Yeah, they they want to know if you're a well-rounded mm-hmm. character. Mm-hmm. And because any anything that they don't like about your in-ring. They can fix or, they or can cover, yeah, or change, or yeah, yeah. But I mean, yeah. I'll give you, I, I'll give you an example. Alexander Apollo, who I've trained, um, Apollo played college football. He's actually a college nose tackle. Which you know, looking at him now, you're like, nose tackle, really? Okay. I think, I think we did film like one match with him at two P Duffer, so yeah. I'm familiar with him. Now. And you know, so I think he's really yeah. like starting to put it together mm-hmm. as far as the in ring. You know, he looks a lot more comfortable. He moves better. He's he's got a great look. His physique's improved. So when you know he's trying to get into the uh, you know the more the pro wrestling world, you know, show the match you had with Nystrom. Show this. Show that. You know, da 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 da. But I told him, I was like, the first words out of your mouth when you send something to WWE should be, "I was a nose tackle in college, mm-hmm. and I play." You know, mm-hmm. and it's it's strange that there's like parallel 
things to emphasize, mm-hmm. even though the skill set, you know, some would say you eventually need to develop the same skill set. But depending on whether you're going to try and be a WWE superstar or you're going to be a pro wrestler. Yeah. Yeah. It, you know, it really struck me a, a few years ago when they were talking about it, it's more of a casting thing, you know, or, you know, we, we, you know, or, or we've seen, I think people we, we both know have been turned away be like, Oh, we'd have too many X looking people right now. So we're not hiring you because you're just another X looking person. Can right? I, I mean, I, this, all right, I'll say this one. Cause I mean, like, I don't know how, uh, if it's, inside information or not damien priest mm-hmm. when he was punishment martinez mm-hmm. uh i mean he was fantastic he was mm-hmm. amazing and they were told when uh you know when people were would advocate for him this was not from punishment this was from one of his coaches um would advocate advocate for him and they're saying well we're looking for that next big you know latino superstar we're looking for that ne-. and it's like you got punishment Martinez right here. He's like, you know, mm-hmm. he's six seven. He moves like a cat. He's like, and apparently, and I don't, I don't want to quote who said this. He was the wrong kind of Latino because he was Puerto Rican. He wasn't Mexican. Okay. He was of Puerto Rican heritage. Mm-hmm. And you know, your, your jaw drops when you hear something like, but it was that specific. They were looking for a Mexican superstar. Mm-hmm. at the time mm-hmm. and they were looking for something to because appeal they that. wanted to they want to be able to roll into mexico city and say here's your hometown guy exactly yeah. and that and as good as punishment martinez was and i mean it was he was so good that he eventually became damian priest mm-hmm. so but it is interesting how specific the casting mm-hmm. gets then again i think the cream rises to the top mm-hmm. and you know Carter and Nikita Knight just, uh, you know, just two people trained to be pro wrestlers. You know, I, I have a feeling we're going to see them sometime uh, soon. Uh, Nikita, yeah. Nikita with uh, has a cheerleading, competitive cheerleading background. Yes. Was that right? Yes. So. And 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 Cole was a was a high school athlete as well. I was going to so. say because O'Brien's in the chat room asking what did Cole Carter tell WWE to get him uh, hired so quick. So, I, so mean, that, I think that's it right there, right? Well, uh, and then there's another thing. I mean, not to be crass, but fucking look at him. Yeah. <laughs> I mean. Yeah. Oh, no, there is definitely a thing. And, and you're probably the same thing. Like, I'll look at a guy like Cole that walks into a show, you know, and just say, you know, Wardlow was another one. and was like, well, he's going to be signed any mm-hmm. day now. Right? Like, like, Wardlow's like look an at the guy. Wardlow's an interesting case, too, because, you know, I think, you know, he had the trial with WWE. Mm-hmm. And we have too many big guys muscles. that look like big. big Big, big muscle looking guys, big muscle guys, good looking muscle guys. They're six foot uh, was it five or yeah. something. Yeah, and I mean, like you know, I bet they're kicking themselves now mm-hmm. for mm-hmm. all those muscle guys that were in developmental. And to know. be fair, it's not like they threw them right on stage. I mean, how many matches did Wardlow have in the first two years of AEW? Like a handful. I mean, one of them was with Cody in a, in a cage in a steel still. cage in Atlanta. <laughs> I mean, yeah, so I it mean, was one of the most. He's high had profile. some high profile, but it's not like he was really like you know we were shoving him up to be you know facing the champion, mm-hmm. you know, in a main event of a pay per view or anything like 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 you know, uh, uh, you're seeing the same. You know, Jade is I you know you could say he's getting a little hot shot, but you know, obviously, as a somebody that has a work with progress, a work in progress, mm-hmm. has an undeniable look and 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 ability. But again, a little, you know, hard around the yeah, edges I mean, around wrestling ability. But, but, but she, she also, is getting there and she will be there. She was also built in their own personal That's training right. 
She's a power plant. Yeah, she's a power plant girl. Like you know, we're looking, we're looking, for, yeah. we're looking for a comparison factory. for Jade. Mm-hmm. The comparison's Braun Breaker. Mm-hmm. That's, that's the real an, comparison. That, that's an apps comparison, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah, but Braun also grew second up. generation. Superstar yeah, I, 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 I consider like, second generation, but his first match was in September. Yeah, but I mean, you know, I his feel, first match that you know that we know about. Who's to say that no, you know on, he, on, he could have been thrown? Match, he could have been thrown suplexes. Nothing else before him. But I, that, that doesn't. What mean, does that mean? I, he could I have think, been thrown think, suplexes in the backyard when he was fifteen. I think. I think yeah. the kid was born in an arm bar. Okay, because we know that family. <laughs> let's let's be clear on this. You know, you you don't you don't grow up around the you know uh, Rick's Rick's kid, right? Yes. You, you don't grow up around that family without picking up a few things. I was about to say, uh, you uh, step uh, in. yeah, he's Rick's <laughs> kid, but he's also Scott's nephew. Yeah, okay, yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. Those are those were your two most. You know, and present influences. Yeah, I'm sure. Know. I'm sure. I'm sure he was tumbling around a ring before nitros or something. You know, um, when he was five. So or whatever. I probably have the age to, wrong. To, I was gonna say. I'm like, I don't know if Braun was Good. alive when Nitro was on the air. To 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 sort of circle back. I mean, you know, with with Vince McMahon's. You know, Vince shows this so rarely mm-hmm. that there are. I mean, you've heard the reports of people who have said like. Oh, Vince McMahon is senile. Mm-hmm. Vince McMahon's, you know, he fell asleep in the middle of a of a booking meeting, or you know, he he changes his mind two and three times. You know, he's lost his mind. He doesn't know who's working for the. You know, you hear all these stories, and the thing is, is because he shows so little of himself, mm-hmm. it allows those stories to, you know, they grow on their own. They grow on yeah. their own. Yeah, and you know, so you would think that based upon some people's reports that. You know, Vince is tied up in the blinds somewhere while, you know, <laughs> while Bruce Pritchard books the show. And you, you, you then see him on this interview and he's sharp and he's witty and he's, you know, mm-hmm. you know, I, I hope I'm that good going when I'm 76 years old. And how crap. the hell does he look that good on McAfee's show? And then, you know, when he's on the Survivor Series with the egg, you know, <laughs> he looks like he, <laughs> like, is he, is he all right? Yeah, he looks he, he's looked so. But but see, but see, that's Mr. McMahon. Yeah, that's, that's him. not that, Vince. That's him in like acting mode versus this was Vince kicking back and he happened to have like a microphone. He kept bumping. Um, no, absolutely. Like I, I think I think the distinction of he, you know, Vince is self admittedly out of touch. Vince has grown a thing that has worked a certain way, and this is the um, you know, like, there's the innovators dilemma idea and we'll get into uh, look it up but like like google can only innovate so much when they get so big right i mean when's the last time you had something special come out google or no they buy know, something special oh, yeah they buy something special right or you know facebook they buy something else you know mm-hmm. uh, apple though you know i think you can have an argument for apple these days but anyways otherwise um like wwe's at this this is what's worked this is what is working also they're making um um you can't tell anybody in wwe they're doing something wrong when the bank account says differently, yeah, right? And, 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 you know, and Vince, and also there's this interesting thing of, you know, I feel like I want to get into this a different day because I feel like this is a half-hour conversation. You know, like, like everybody that does good and fits into WWE, you know, is good and family and has value, you know. I mean, you know, if, as far as that goes. You know, and, and, and I've always said anybody that doesn't make it in WWE doesn't just means they can't make it in WWE doesn't mean they're any less of a pro wrestler. And now that mm-hmm. there's another 
great platform of AEW and the impacts and the Ring of Honors. We'll get to that. Uh, you know, and, and New Japan's and everything. Like, there's still, like, options and careers. It's not WWE or possible, which I think this, is fantastic right now. This is the, I mean, from WWE down, this is the best. And I know that that's a weird quantifier because that's sort of in, in you know, it has a quality aspect to it. But there are more options, and wrestling is better and cooler than it has been in 25 years. Mm-hmm. This yeah. is this is the best that wrestling has been in a quarter century. I mean, my God, it's everywhere, isn't it? Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, it's not just, you know, it, it's 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 there everywhere. Everyone's on their show. Mm-hmm. Like we can we can you know you know moan about Bad Bunny, Johnny Knoxville, and and Logan Paul being regulars on Raw and taking up spots at WrestleMania, but mm-hmm. that's the show. That is the show. It's an all-star. They, they've called it for, I, I Triple H for like 10 years has been, you know, talking about how it's a variety show and Vince before that and Stephanie. Mm-hmm. And it really is, you know, down mm-hmm. to like guest starring the Muppets one week to now, you know, this kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And it's a bunch of people that want to be part of it that are stars in other facets. And that's look at WrestleMania one, mm-hmm. you know, that was the. The the stars are coming out. Liberace and, and Muhammad Ali. That's and, right. Bad and, Bunny is our Liberace of 2022. And people, you know, again, because of preconceived notions and opinions mm-hmm. about these various individuals, I guarantee you the, you know, hardcore wrestling fans of 1984 looked at Liberace the same way that people look at Bad Bunny today. Mm-hmm. What is he doing on... Mm-hmm. Or you know, Cindy Lauper. Or Mr. T. Or Actually, Mr. T would be a more apt comparison because he was yeah. in the ring, mm-hmm. right? And he's he was a movie star. He mm-hmm. was Rocky Three and Miss in in the A Team, mm-hmm. right? And yeah. uh, what are you the doing? Arrakis. Yes, and and Piper. Or like Zeus. Mm-hmm. Zeus mm-hmm. was and, brought in from a movie tie-in. Like yep, yep. So it, it's very interesting to see you know as, as we are in WrestleMania season and we're kind of looking at you know, the business as a whole, you know, if we can kind of pull back to a thousand yard view, um, you know, we get very caught, people in the business and wrestling fans get very caught up in minutia. This match sucked. This segment was bad. This thing is like, you know what? It's better now than it's been in a long, Mm -hmm. long Mm -hmm. time. And if it's a matter of taste, there's something for you somewhere. Mm -hmm. Big time, big time. Mm -hmm. Even if it's just wrestlers fighting over chocolate. Is the thing, or or wrestling at a beach? Sorry, I've I this wrestling universe is is freaking. Uh, Garza just shared that they're going to do wrestling matches on a train, and I am here for it. Uh, oh boy, that sounds. <laughs> thank you, Japan. That sounds ill advised. <laughs> well, I mean, we did have the what, what was the one that uh, was it? Uh, the King of the Road, man. Black, the Road. yeah, the Blacktop. Uh, Black, Black Bully and Black Dustin Bully, Rhodes, which Dustin. was uh, Darso, wasn't it? Repo yeah. Man Smash, yeah. right? So I mean, and they both both bled buckets, and they were both fired immediately. So, <laughs> mm-hmm. oh boy! <coughs> but anyways, I, well, I wonder what Twitter would have been like when <laughs> when we found out Lawrence Taylor was main eventing at WrestleMania. Oh, seriously? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Bullet Train Wrestling is I I don't know. It was a picture of an old timey. Uh, train on the on the article and it was all in japanese and i didn't get a chance to translate it so um garza will have to fill us in i know you're out there on youtube garza um anyways we should just get garza on to tell us about like why we should be watching ddt pro um anyways (coughs) excuse me um speaking of uh uh, the wrestling business as a whole 
uh, Chris, I, I'm glad to have you here because you've spent uh, uh, some time with this one promotion. Mm. Uh, Ring of Honor getting purchased, announced by Tony Khan, purchased by Tony Khan. Uh, 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 the All intents seem to be looking at it as sort of a developmental ground, plus having the lineage and in, 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 in back catalog uh, of you know, Ring of Honor uh, in, in good hands and not somebody like Sinclair that, you know, not anything against, well, you could say something against <laughs> Sinclair, but uh, uh, outside of wrestling, but, um, but, 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 you know, again, somebody who appreciates it other than just a thing that's on your channel, right? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. um, I, I don't know, first, where are you, you know, you were there, I know uh, uh, you were at the top prospect tournament. I've only recently forgiven Josh Woods because he's such a nice guy uh, for beating <laughs> you so quick. So um, a couple of weeks ago at Russell Pit, mm-hmm. uh, but uh, but but yeah, what were your thoughts as somebody who who did spend some time there uh, around that? Um, a couple things. I mean, one, it's going to be very interesting that at some point I will be on the AEW network. Um, <laughs> you know, so <laughs> they, hey, sure. You know, I, well, now I was on a couple of their televisions, so mm-hmm. you know, it, it, it's it's going to be very interesting. Uh, <laughs> Kidding aside, uh, I love when you. I'm looking you up on HBO Max or something. Oh, Christ. <laughs> um, I really do think that that you know, Ring of Honor need needed to survive. Uh, when I saw that they went into hiatus, I was like, "Oh, this isn't good." No, because anytime you're like, "Well, we're gonna come back bigger and better," that I mean, how many restaurants mm. we're gonna come back bigger and better? Yeah, how many people really like does the reboot? First of all, does the reboot happen? And second of all, is the reboot able to sustain? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's in Tony Khan's hands. Tony Khan has shown over the past three years with AEW that he is able to maintain a business, that he's able to, uh, you know, he is not going to just spend carelessly. And I think that's a misconception about Tony is, is that he's just, oh, he'll just buy all the wrestlers. He'll just buy all the, you know, no, there's been some evidence that he's actually being very smart and that mm-hmm. he is not going to just, you know, I think the Cody uh, situation was, he's not just going to hand his roster a blank check mm-hmm. and, you know, that he is being intelligent with his money. Um, I don't know AEW's books, but it appears that they're profitable. It appears that their TV deals are doing well. It appears that there's been a demand for content on multiple channels. So. And, and I can't imagine that they're less necessarily in the profitability mm-hmm. part, but mm-hmm. also, you know, I think there was, we were talking about on the show recently, um, there, there was, you know, they went into it. I think Tony was saying like, I know this will be a money loser for up to four years. Well, then he may right? be ahead of schedule for all I know. Yeah. yeah. So, but I mean, they got um, so many TV deals and that's growing exponentially. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, and yeah. then the demand for for on for on demand content mm-hmm. is going to go up, and he just acquired a, a thousands of hours of content. Mm-hmm. What is Ring of Honor going to be like right when when it comes back? I mean, mm-hmm. we, we've seen that they've got their their Mania weekend show. There was and, a plan Bandi- already in motion, you know, of Band- some sort. Bandito and and Jonathan Gresham. I don't think they're going to abandon that. Whatever they were going to do on Mania weekend, they're, they're, I think they're probably going to continue yeah. to do Mania weekend. But um, Meltzer had a very interesting, you know, observation when when a company acquires somebody who's doing something similar to them. When when a when a MMA company acquires another MMA company. Um, one of two things happens. One, you make one of the companies so distinctly different that it can stand on its own and that it can be 
that that you can find something unique there. For example, when uh, the UFC bought WEC, WEC was mostly lighter fight, you know, lighter weight fighters, one fifty five and down. UFC didn't have anyone that light; they were mm-hmm. kind of middleweights and up. So that was the thing. It was like you know, you got middleweights, bantamweights, lightweights that you couldn't see anymore. Eventually, UFC sort of assumed them. And NXT as a secondary, it was the smaller work you know, rate wrestlers, and you know, it had was that vibe. different. It was yeah. different enough that it could sort of stand on its own. Yeah. Now, you know, what can Ring of Honor be that's going to be different? Um, I've heard arguments that, you know, if it's going to be just what it was, you might as well just sign all of the good Ring of Honor wrestlers and start running, you know, and Ring of Honor just becomes a tape library and you just run in smaller venues as AEW. Mm-hmm. Um arguably because AEW is right now the stronger brand. Mm -hmm. Do you maybe, because, you know, one of the things people have argued about AEW is, is that, you know, on the one hand, you're going to have these super intense, brutal, um, really adult, I don't say adult, but, you know, the angle with MJF and CM Punk were Mm punk-led buckets. And then, you know, in the, you know, next segment, there's Orange Cassidy you know, kicking someone in the shin. I'm not saying I'm not saying one is good and one is bad, but they're different. But they're very different. Yeah. So, do you make one of your products very intense and very realistic and blood and violence and and you know, uh, MMA inspired wrestling? You know, you know, almost that shoot style stuff, and make another one more, you know, entertainment. I don't know. Do you make it a weight class thing? Do you make it a you know, do you make it a developmental? Um, so I'm curious as to kind of what direction they go. You know, from what I've seen, Tony has not indicated that he's going to change Ring of Honor that much. But, I mean, then in that case, AEW was was clearly the, the stronger, cooler brand over the past three years. Well, it was the thing we don't know that I don't think has been clarified yet is do they keep their TV deal? And I think that's still that's still up in the air. Up in the air mm-hmm. along with this. You know, he has no contracts. Uh, he has no wrestlers. And no, no. He, has, he, has, he has a company with no wrestlers. Yeah. Um, which uh, even even before the purchase, the, the you know, word on the street was anybody that is coming back was going to be a per appearance situation, not a contract as they were before. I don't Again, think anyone, this is, I don't think anyone resigned and I've yeah. seen you know, both people that I know and some people who have made comments on Twitter when, you know, there were people who were contacted and was like, oh, man, congratulations. And like, I'm not under contract anymore. Mm-hmm. And is there a possibility that, uh, you know, Tony Khan might sign these people back? Possibly. Um, is there a possibility that we may see sort of that the, the group that's on dark now? Mm-hmm. kind of matriculate into mm-hmm. you know ring mm-hmm. of honor does dark does basically ring of honor take the place of dark mm-hmm. you know and uh, i think personally i think if there's no sinclair deal mm-hmm. i think ring of honor becomes a youtube show like mlw yeah like I mean, personally i think that's what there they'll have that they they have maybe they start with the honor club and that grows into an aew network of some sort does this you become know? does this become perhaps a streaming exclusive show something mm-hmm. that if they do get that deal with hbo max or we mm-hmm. do get the aew network yeah do you have it as sort of a a, a, a you know uh, a streaming only mm-hmm. but 
scheduled. Yeah, you yeah, know, yeah, yeah. eight o'clock on Tuesdays. You know, hey, streaming. we'll be over here. Just like we're hey, we just got announced today. Friday night baseball is coming. I mean, if there's a season, uh, to Apple TV. So I mean, everybody's looking for that kind of content. Mm-hmm. You know, um, so it'll be interesting to see how that goes. Um, you know, so so long as it doesn't go to Bleacher Report. I am very, <laughs> yeah. Oh, fuck those. I I am very I'm very happy. Uh, you know, I I, I made this comment, and I, and I don't consider myself a Ring of Honor guy. I made probably less than 20 appearances for them. Uh, but I will say that, you know, I made friends and mm-hmm. mentors through ring of honor that I've stayed in contact to this day. Mm-hmm. And there are, you know, some of my development and some of my, um, philosophy in wrestling was sculpted by ring of honor and by the people I met at ring of honor. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm always going to have an affection for them. And I'm always going to have an affection for, um, my time there. Um, so, I'm glad. I'm I'm very glad that those experiences and that those that hopefully some of the friends and mentors that I made there are going to have profitable careers moving forward. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um and, and just quick notes here. Um Ponders remind us in the chat room it's also a thing to remember that it was Tony who bought ROH, not AEW. Mm-hmm. Um so because I, mean, I think he talked about it, it was like the subsidiary that he was working through and everything mm-hmm. like that. So I mean it's just a you know, he started an LLC, put it put it in a bucket, you know, that mm-hmm. kind of thing. Um and so, so what that means, how it's going to be run, will be interesting. There obviously, will be crossover, mm-hmm. um, I think. But, uh, but yeah, I'm curious. We'll see. Uh, I feel like this is a thing we check in on in uh, uh, three months to see how it's going, mm-hmm. kind of thing. And uh, I mean, it could go a lot of ways that we don't know the landscape. You know, mm-hmm. to be honest. So, um, very interesting. So, well, we're going to take a focus here momentarily on uh, uh, in a moment. Momentarily in a moment. Yeah, sure. Uh, <laughs> damn it, my transitions. Um, <clears throat> but uh, we're going to take a look at the uh, little bit more local scene here, what's going on in Pittsburgh. But in the meantime, speaking of local, let's talk about IndieWrestling.us, where we're, you know, hey, the stuff we're talking about is going to be on there, uh, is on there. Uh, our friends at Rise Wrestling, with a Y, as well as our friends at Prospect Pro Wrestling, the new Victory Championship Wrestling, where mm-hmm. one promoter wrote on my wall, already and um <laughs> were you aware that that was happening it happened and i couldn't stop it because i was back here live on the show and we talked about how we've always wanted to have something for people to sign when they come in for the show mm-hmm. and then he just went and found a sharpie and did it and so um, see that's your fault you 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 you, you yeah, put idea, that thought out was, into it the was universe. episode 800 so we were kind of reminiscing and then you know yeah i guess he was i've been bored. telling sword for years you need to get a chalkboard yeah but well, i don't know about chalkboard but you know, but it like, you know, Missy's like, I wanted something we could take with us. It's on the wall, uh, you know. I was like, yeah, and that's why we haven't done it four years into the studio. But anyways, Victory Champion Wrestling, Rise Wrestling, Prospect Pro Wrestling, Renegade Wrestling Alliance. Um, a lot of great stuff there. Back catalog. Check that out on the network, on VOD. Mm-hmm. We got all that, plus our friends at Pro Wrestling Conquest. We got a great show. They just announced uh, Jock Sampson and War Horse is going to happen on the 25th this month. Oh, um, I may, may, I might buy a ticket to that. <laughs> uh, we might have a little bit of a caravan going down there of uh, uh, people working, so mm-hmm. um, we'll get you a seat. Uh, but anyways, um, um, our friends at, at Warrior Wrestling is now on there as well. We'll be updating uh, some of the uh, uh, shows because uh, 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 they, they got agreements with Fight and everything, so we got to we got to take our time. Our friends at Wrestle Pit, you can check out the first show over on BOD uh, for our friends over there. Wrestle Pit, who just had a great show, that'll be on in, in uh, about four weeks. 
uh, for VODs too. Uh, so, but please, but in the meantime, you know, obviously go support those guys over on Fight on Title Match wherever they may be, and when they come over on Indie Wrestling, if you happen to like our platform, um, a lot of great stuff. Plus, don't forget the YouTube Members Program. You can see um, the back catalogs. I think everything we got is up there from Rise to PW. Uh, 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 now Victory Championship Wrestling, uh, RWA, and, and a few other promotions that aren't around anymore <laughs> are a part of that and best ofs and things like that. For uh, That's only $4.99 a month. And wherever you can watch YouTube, you'll be able to check it out. Um, so please go go check that out. And uh, you'll get some uh, special icons and stuff when you're in the chat room. Maybe we're watching this show on YouTube over at the IndieWrestling.us feed. Like I see uh, Hakeem's over there. On YouTube, I think this is no. He's on the Mayhem Show one. Hey, what's up? Um, but uh, you know, go check that out. A lot of great stuff going on there uh, on IndieWrestling.us. And I'm losing my voice, so I'm going to start asking questions. So Chris can take the helm here for a minute. And so I don't know what's going on here. Um, so 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 Chris, you know, obviously, you know, you you many years working with uh, uh, IWC International Wrestling Cartel. Um, but you, you had a bit of a transition, and now you have a new role with Rise Wrestling, one of our favorites here on the show. Yes. Uh, you know, first of all, I want to make something uh, abundantly clear is, is that um, I still have a great relationship with IWC, with Justin Plummer, with the Iron City Wrestling Academy. Um, there was no falling out. There was mm-hmm. no real issues. And, um, you know, I say this with absolutely no hesitation, the best years of my career were with IWC. Um, what happened was, is that an opportunity presented itself, uh, that management at Rise was looking to make a change in their matchmaking capacity. Um, and I've had opportunities to be on the, you know, the pitching ideas side of wrestling and most talent does most talent. Hey, what do you think about this? Hey, what do you think about this? Hey, what do you think about this? And, you know, I've assisted people in booking, being creative, you know, agenting, however you want to put it. Um, But in all my experience, I was always sort of on the, you know, I was at the table, but I was never at the head of the table. Mm -hmm. And uh, this was an opportunity to do something I've never done in wrestling. You know, I've obviously been in the ring for almost 20 years. Um, I've had an opportunity to be a trainer. I found that incredibly rewarding and and very very much enjoyed doing that you know i've agented i've done commentary i've uh you know done a lot of things this was one area that i had never done and uh and before i go any further i want to make one other thing very clear one of the uh things that made this uh appealing to me was the work of the prior booker marcus mann Mm -hmm. and marcus you know worked tirelessly he worked so hard to make sure that uh rise you know it was it was his baby it was his vision and you know him and brandon both worked incredibly hard to to bring a uh, an alternative a different uh different uh something different to the uh to the pittsburgh scene and uh, I think that I would not have been quite as quick to accept it if it had not been for Marcus's work and the foundation that he had laid. And, you know, I want to make sure that he gets the credit that he deserves for all the hard work they had. Um, but now that 
I've, I've taken the, this job and I, I think I now understand a lot of bookers a lot better. And I can understand <laughs> maybe when they were on their last nerve mm. and, you know, it, it, it is an incredibly uh, demanding position to be in. Uh, and the first show that we had, you know, it was, you know, keep it playa. That was probably with the exception of maybe, um, the top prospects tournament that might've been the most stressful, uh, 48 hours before a show that I've ever had. It mm-hmm. was, uh, you know, there were last minute changes. There were, uh, all kinds of issues and, uh, but I, I've taken this role for 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 a couple of reasons. One, uh, again, the challenge, something I've never done. I mean, time will tell. I might end up sucking at this. Uh, <laughs> let's be honest. I mean, like, like you know, th- how many people have said like, "Oh God damn it, who the fuck is booking this shit? I can do a fucking better <laughs> job at this than all uh, that." that all, right, all right, welcome to our show every week. You know, actually, who, right? Who the <laughs> Pretty fuck much, is yeah. booking this shit? Oh fuck, I'm booking this shit. Oh no. <laughs> Oh crap. Um but no, I mean a, a lot of people uh you know, I don't think people realize how hard it is. It's very easy I think to do this job for like 3 months. Mm-hmm. It's getting a little hard at 6 months. There are some people who have been booking nonstop for year after year after year after year. And you know, I'm I'm looking forward to the challenge. One of the other things is that, you know, I my in-ring career is probably drawing to a close. I'm closer to 40 than I am to 20. And, um, you know, again, 20 years, I'm having no, no major injuries, you know, knock on wood. But things are starting to accumulate. Mm-hmm. And I'm, you know, I was suffering from headaches. I was suffering from uh, some reoccurring, you know, Nothing major, but enough to get your attention. And, um, you know, I also was looking at what my in-ring contributions were and looking at all the incredible talent, not just at, at, at IWC, but, you know, at the other places that I was working in the ring, at Revenge, at Imagine, at, you know, at IWC. And I see the young talent out there, and I, you know, what is the thing that I can do to contribute the most to these shows you know, maybe it's not being in the ring. Maybe it's being backstage. Maybe this is the way I can contribute to the uh, to the show and to the to the scene to the best of my ability, and let some of those young superstars, you know, whether it be you know the the Cole Carters, the Spencer Slades, the the Money Shots, you know, Katie Arquette, Alexander Apollo, the Rad Boys, uh, you know. PB smooth all the, I mean, and, and I, for, if I didn't name your name, forgive me. I'm just, I don't want to be here all night. Um, boy, look at that. Talk about the, <laughs> you know, um, funny story about that. I think the most people who have ever seen me work have seen it, It's this match that they've yeah, seen. This is uh we're, we're looking point, at 2.5 million views. Something like that. Chris LaRusso and Britt Baker. It is the most viewed video on, <laughs> On our YouTube page, actually, it for does, indie wrestling, it does not surprise me. And if you can hold on to this clip for just one second, uh-huh. this, this was one of the uh, better spots of my illustrious career. Bang! There it is. She couldn't have put that Look any more. That. Per- she couldn't have put that any more perfect. Hey, I'm shooting this one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. So, 
you know, I, I think that, you know, again, look, I, I can't complain about my in-ring career. I got to be in, in the ring with heroes of mine. Mm-hmm. I mean, Tatanka was one of my favorite wrestlers. I got to wrestle him. Yes. You know, I got to wrestle Shane Douglas. I think we interviewed you that yes. weekend because it was such a big or, or yeah. on the show or something. Um, I got to wrestle Shane Douglas. I got to be in the ring with Matt Riddle. I got to be in the ring with Davey Richards. I got to be in the ring with all of these. But Riddle right before he got signed. Right before it? he got signed. I think it was maybe that was his last like group of indies that he did mm-hmm. right before he went up. Um, so I have nothing to complain about my in-ring career. And now that I'm moving on to this new challenge, like I want to try and, you know, I want to try and show my vision, what I think works, what I think uh, can draw a crowd. I look at the locker room at Rise, and I am just so much untapped potential there. Uh, so many people who I wish more eyes could get on them, and that that's kind of my job. I want to try and get as many eyes on these people as humanly possible. And, you know, um, the uh, the fans down in Uniontown were great for the first show. Uh, I think, you know, we're off to a, we're off to a decent start. Mm-hmm. And let, let's try and let, you know, Tad Jarvis, that's one of the guys, you know, Tad Jarvis, the great success. Um, guys like that who, you know, I think are, you know, right up there, ready to, and to some get some young, attention. And some young kid named Brandon K. You know, <laughs> Brandon actually, you know, getting in there and, and, and showing that he can still go. Now, listen, I, I am not officially done. You know, I don't think anyone ever retires in wrestling. No. Sting's jumping off the balcony. It's 62. He's jumping off the balcony. But I think, you know, I, I, I would say I'm done for now. Mm-hmm. I'm done for now. And, um, you know, if I do come back, I'm probably going to take some time to, to let some things heal and to get into better shape um, before I come back. But, um, yeah, I'm I'm really excited about Ryan. I'm so excited about... Um, you know, uh, the Iceman cometh uh, this coming weekend, the Uniontown Mall. Um, I think that that main event has the potential to, you know, not only, I mean, you can't really steal the show when you're the main event, but that could really be one of the better matches that Pittsburgh has seen in quite some time. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I'm really excited to see. I've made some uh, some offers for some uh, new talent that Pittsburgh hasn't seen yet, not just the young talent out of the um, Stronghold Wrestling School and the uh, Iron City Wrestling Academy, but, you know, I've reached out to Primal Fear. and mm-hmm. um, First I've heard of them when, when that promo ran last show. Um, I met them several years ago at the Monster Factory, mm. and I have only seen them grow since then, you know, featured on AEW, featured on Ring of Honor, and they're real. they, like, they've evolved over the last couple of years, I think that, you know, they look at incredible shape. I'm, I'm curious to see what they're going to do. Um, you know, I've reached out to some talent in Ohio, reached out to some talent in New Jersey. Um, you know, we're going to see, and, and I, I do want to bring something different to the table. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I don't know if this is going to be, this is the perfect place to segue for this, but we were discussing, you know, the Pittsburgh wrestling scene. And um, I think, honestly, this is, you know, one of the best and strongest that Pittsburgh and, uh, you know, I I don't just shout out IWC and Rise. You know, I'll give credit all the way down the line. RWA, 2PW, uh, 3RW, 
um, enjoy, um, mm-hmm. you know, and we were talking about sort of the, the, the companies that maybe aren't in the immediate Pittsburgh area, but, you know, you would consider in Pittsburgh's orbit. Imagine, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, revenge, uh, you know, uh, VCW, VCW, group, which, which solid first show. Mm-hmm. I recommend it if you get a chance. I'll up those. Remind me, I'll send you a link later. Okay, uh, but uh, you know, again, and also you know, and th- those are really cool because I, I I love you. Know, you mentioned about Rise bringing some different names. Rise has always been one that brought in some names from other regions that others mm-hmm. weren't. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like I saw a lot of Cleveland guys. A lot, you know, just like how RWA. I feel like I feel a lot of the Southern wrestlers there. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, revenge is a perfect thing where. Uh, Cleveland, Buffalo, and Pittsburgh Buffalo all and come York, together, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, um, you know, that, like that's always been really cool to me. But, but that is so strong. And and to me, I, I'm excited to see the enjoys and the wrestle pits pop up doing things in the city. You know, but man, pit fight, like pit all is, together, pit fight is also you know they're pit back. fight. Yep, pit, pit, pit fight's back. back. So you know you've got that going. Um, and you and you mentioned you know wrestling in the city. Mm-hmm. Um, that is something that you know one one of the things I've kind of observed. And I know Rise has Baldwin, and and we're probably going to see if we can get back to Baldwin here pretty good, soon. Good, it was um, a, it was a good location. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, loca- you know, it, it was it was it was it felt like a Pittsburgh, you know, mm-hmm. spot. You know, oh, very much so. Um, but, <laughs> it's hanging from the side of the hill, so it's very Pittsburgh. Oh, of course. So. <laughs> you know, um, but one of the things I I sort of noticed because I've been tra- I've been reaching out to fans and sort of seeing what they're doing and what, what what's happening, and mm-hmm. you know, I I send I sense some of the promoters frustrations about you know drawing a crowd and the and the the troubles with running in pittsburgh and there are there mm-hmm. are absolutely oh yeah parking's a massive problem around mm-hmm. here you know venue price the entertainment tax mm-hmm. um you know all kinds of issues that can come with load in load out you know the the time window yep. that yep. can can be in that so i understand their frustrations but one of the other things is is that in when i've talked to some fans in Pittsburgh, for some of these fans, if you don't run on a bus line or on somewhere that uh, an Uber is a reasonable thing, they just can't get out to Elizabeth. Yeah. They can't yeah. get out to Uniontown. They can't yeah. get out to to Wheeling or to you know. You're, you're cutting. You're cutting a mass audience when and, you're thinking that. And if you and if you look at, um, you know, there are some fans who, again. They can take a, you know, they can take a bus or an Uber to Mr. Smalls. Mm-hmm. They can, you know, they can walk to the Spirit Lounge. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's uh, that was a big eye opener. Uh, going to KSWA, mm-hmm. I was talking with somebody that I know that works with them, mm-hmm. and they're like, "Look around, like at least fifty percent of the people in this room walked here, walked because we're in Lawrenceville." Yeah. You know, uh, I, when Wrestle Pit ran in East Liberty, which mm-hmm. I don't think that anybody's worked East Liberty. Like I no. cannot think that they were at the Ace has. Hotel, right? Ace, well, yeah, the former Ace Hotel, now the Maverick. Okay, um, and and seeing all the comments of I'm so happy I got to walk to a wrestling show, right? Yeah. You, know, you know, and being a show with alcohol, that's advantageous. Or on, you know, able to Uber or bus or whatever the case may be, right? That's true. And I'm, but I'm also gonna, I'm gonna, you know, flip the coin a little bit mm-hmm. or rise. You know, now in addition to drawing from Pittsburgh wrestling. We also have to draw from Uniontown, yeah, and we have yeah. to and we have to take a focus on the local audience and not and know that as maybe we're killing it in Uniontown. We might, you know, mm-hmm. we might draw more than we've ever drawn in Uniontown. Got a lot of room there. When we go to Baldwin, mm-hmm. we're gonna have to not those people aren't going to in mass no 
come with us to Baldwin. Mm -hmm. So we're going to have to draw a different audience from Baldwin. And mm -hmm. we have to, and we, I think that if we can cultivate an audience in Baldwin, an audience in Uniontown, maybe, you know, we've, we've talked about other venues, another thing. Then if you have a big show, then if you have something where you bring in some name and you bring it and you culminate some angles and you culminate six months worth of work, that's when you can draw, you know, they're not going to come from Pittsburgh every month. Mm -mm. But maybe you can get them to come from Pittsburgh once every six months. Mm -hmm. Maybe you can get them to come. Uh, and maybe Uniontown, maybe you're not going to get them up to Pittsburgh every month. But maybe you can get them up every once in a while. And, you know, I, and I saw evidence of this at IWC with Super Indie. Mm -hmm. Because some of the absolute biggest crowds that I worked in front of were, you know, Super Indie. And Night of the Superstars. Yep. Well, well, I think there was like over a thousand people on the regular up there in Meadville. I mean, on Meadville, the night that they had the Hardys, I think it was all closer to three. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Because I know, I know very, like, I know Erie, because uh, at the time, I don't think there was anybody substantial running Erie. So we would get a lot of crowd from up there. Mm -hmm. um, of course, the Pittsburgh crowd would come up. And then everybody in between, because there is no, well, there's a lot of midget wrestling happening back home right now because i'm from that area so, oh, okay. <laughs> so, so but but, so. The, the, but the thing is is that i think that you know with with companies that are running monthly mm -hmm. you're gonna have to cultivate those smaller local audiences mm -hmm. to build and again now i'm, I'm kind of going into philosophy and and people do have their different philosophies and um you know i i certainly can see how successful uh some of these companies have been at drawing their own audience uh, Tina is out in the Seattle area, and she says that's how it is out there. Uh, mainly, shows are are near mass transit. Like that mm -hmm. is a big stipulation for shows to run. Mm -hmm. It seems in that area, and and I mean we're talking about Defy. We're talking about um, what's it? What, three, two, one battle. I think three, two, one. Yeah, that's the other one. Mm -hmm. Um, and you see the crowds they're drawn. You know, looks like. Do you know fast. the story behind the name of that company? Three, two, one. Three, two, one battle. You know how? how I do. Don't think I do. Okay. Bob Evans told me this story. Okay. Um, uh, Max, the wrestling with subtitles, is he the one behind that? I I do not know. Bob Evans is the one who told me the story, so okay. you know, take it with a with a pinch of salt. But their first show, they didn't have a ring bell. They were like they were, <laughs> and somebody's like, and you got the bell? What? I thought you had the bell. Fuck! I thought you had the bell. What? So to start the match, they had the ring announcer go three. Two, one, battle! And Love it, it just stuck. Now, again, that's a Bob Evans story, so three, two, one, battle. If I got that wrong, I sincerely apologize, but mm -hmm, that's mm -hmm. what I heard. And it sounds uh, and it sounds like a really good story. Without so. a cause is another one. Uh two two battle three two one battle no longer running. Uh, oh, but uh yeah, yeah, that's that's the thing. But you know, if you're out of town and you know you're already going to wrestling shows, you probably got a car to come in town. Right? You know. So uh but uh, you know, it works out. And also are you running a show in town that people will like, just like, Hey, people deal with the parking and go to the arena for a WWE show yeah. or an AEW show at the Pete. Yeah. You of know? course. So, quality, quality has a huge thing to do with it. Yeah. But you know, one of the other things, and I hear fans argue about this a lot is, um, why don't people run up days other than Saturday night? And I, this is me every week as I'm looking at my schedule. Right. And, <laughs> You know, I've heard argument. Why don't they run? You know, you could run Thursday night. You could run Friday night and draw a crowd like this. You and some are. And, 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 and by the way, there are promotions. I'm, I'm talking with some promotions like mm -hmm. Pit Fight's running a Friday. 
somebody else just pitched me something in the fall for a Thursday. You know, you like know. like there's it's it's people are uh, was it Wrestle Rex on Tuesday sometimes? You know, Wrestle Rex was on a Thursday. I think I think it was yeah. mostly Thursdays, Wednesday, Thursday, something like that. But one of the things is is that you know as I've as I'm starting to see the other side of things, venues. You know, if you think about the venues that wrestling companies run, mm-hmm. rec halls, boys and girls clubs, um, you know, sort of that you know the 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 building in Baldwin, they have relationships with, you know, uh, the Court Time Sports Center. Um, they have relationships with sports teams. They have, uh, with uh, kids basketball. With mm-hmm. you know, I know that one of the uh, buildings that uh, one of the Indies runs locally is a church on Sundays. Sometimes Saturday nights is all that's available. The option, yeah, and it's the only option. And for some of these venues, it's their best option. And it's hard to cultivate that relationship with a new venue. Yeah. yeah. You got, yeah, I mean, because you, you have to take some time to build that trust. Mm-hmm. You have to build that trust. And it doesn't happen overnight. Mm-hmm. So sometimes you have to, uh, you know, and I, I I hear the fans' frustrations. Why, you know, oh, they're running the same night. They're running the same night. I, I can almost guarantee you no one's doing it maliciously. Mm-hmm. I can almost guarantee you that no one's doing mm-hmm. it maliciously mm-hmm. because it, it would be stupid to do it maliciously. It would mm-hmm. be cutting off your nose to spite your face. Yep. Um, I think so. I think certain groups um, don't pay attention to other dates other than if they have a partnership like RWA, RWA 2PW have a partnership because they share, you know, you know, talent and equipment, equipment or whatever, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, hey, we're using X's ring, you know. Like, other than that, like, I don't see, like, somebody like RWA, I don't see them have any reason to look at anybody else's schedule because they have run against everything from Impact Wrestling to probably NEW, mm-hmm. like, big shows with big names, and they're still drawing that 250 to 300. And, I mean, you know, I, they, they have the others- no bearing on stuff like that yeah and i and i know that there are the fans who get frustrated by it but you know most of the time everyone's just trying to make their absolutely they're just trying to make a living they're just trying to get you know their show going and you know i was saying that this is some of the best time in pittsburgh wrestling i think it's some of the best time in pittsburgh wrestling for a couple reasons one we're getting more people signed than ever before Mm -hmm. okay past three to five years I think we have put more people on national television, and, and I say we in the royal we. I don't know mm-hmm. one company. Mm-hmm. It's spread across a lot of companies mm-hmm. that their people are having success and going up. So that's incredibly positive. You know, um, Rise, IWC, WrestlePit, all these companies can be very proud of you know of what they're contributing to the national scene. Mm-hmm. Number two, um, the 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 amount of petty bullshit. In the cosmic scene, in the cosmic, you know, I know some people might be like, oh, there's still some petty, but not, not the way there was. It used to be worse. For it how used, bad it is, it used to be worse. And I mean, I've, and heard, I mean, I've heard the horror stories. Yeah. And, and I think you lived through the horror stories. Yeah. So. And, and so I think that the idea of people, what do, what do people want to do? You know, nobody's running to put anyone else out of business. You know what people are running to do? To entertain the fans to give these young guys a chance to make a, a splash on the national scene. And in, if that is the goal, all the companies in Pittsburgh can, can be proud of that mm-hmm. because I think they're doing it better than they have in years. Mm-hmm. So absolutely. You know, and, and I, and I speak, you know, obviously I speak very positively for rise for, for obvious reasons, but I would be rem- and, and, you know, Obviously, look at Lee Moriarty, mm-hmm. see the night. 
you know, uh, Lady Frost, mm-hmm. you know, as a, as a Brandon K uh, product, you know, um, and you can look at IWC with, you know, uh, Wardlow, Britt, Cole Carter, you know, Shima, Shima, yeah, think, wild. yeah, Elias. that's a little further back, but yeah, but, of yeah course, you but... Know, but, but I am incredibly proud of what everybody is doing and I, you know, it's only going to get better from here. I mean, just look at the talent that's out there. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I mean, it's a main stage, and it's all about making sure that that mm-hmm. stage is uh, getting in front of people. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's that's how I look at things, right? I absolutely you know, uh, Between the streaming happening, between the networks happening, you know, with us or everything, you know, even what Enjoy's doing, you know, I think it's fantastic and something different. And, 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 mm-hmm. and everybody is serving a different audience. There's plenty of people at RWA that would never go to Arise. There's plenty of people going to Enjoy that would never go to you know, an mm-hmm. IWC, you know, it, it, it doesn't like there's wrestling for there's wrestling, wrestling for is for everybody. Yes. I love it. I love it. Chris, it's always great. Always great having you on the show. And we're going to and, 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 and I love we you, you you're going to uh, uh, exercise some booking hat here a little bit of Mayhem Mania. All right. Sounds good. <laughs> so, uh, so we'll get that lined up. Let me make, double check the time. I think everybody is available. Where's my clock on this thing? There we go. Oh, we're running late. Oh, sorry uh, about that. I, no, I, I, no, no, no. Yeah. Great conversation. So, uh, but in the meantime, give a shout out to our friends at Slice on Broadway. Chris, you're going to have to grab a slice there out of the kitchen uh, awesome. uh, here on break here. Uh, but our good friends, New York, City, New York City style, yins are made, beat few, Carnegie, East End, North Hills. And of course, if you're not in the Pittsburgh area, we encourage you, just like we say, to go out, seek out the good quality independent professional wrestling in your area. Please do the same thing with your local independent uh, pizza chain. Uh, like our friends at Slice on Broadway, especially our friend Slice, if you're here in the Pittsburgh area. Thank you to them for supporting this show and supporting Pittsburgh Podcasting with the Perfect Pepperoni Pizza. Uh, we will be right back after this. We get everybody lined up for Mayhem Mania. Sidekick Media Services. We are your sidekick in business for social media, video production, and more. Find out more at SidekickMediaServices.com. The world of pro wrestling, it's bigger than ever. So how can you possibly keep up with everything that's happening? Just pro wrestling news. Don't fear falling behind. Give us just five minutes every morning and we'll catch you up on the biggest news in the world of pro wrestling. No filler, no rumors, no spoilers, no pop-ups. Just pro wrestling news. Subscribe on your favorite podcast app or tell your smart speaker to play the Just Pro Wrestling News podcast. Find out more. Go to JustProWrestlingNews.com. It is Mayhem Mania. Something's happening here. Something's happening. Hold on. I got to hit the button. I got to hit the button. Now it's Mayhem Mania if you're on video. And we are here. Chad the Shad is here. We're uh, seeing if we can get a couple other uh, participants in. Uh, We went went a little short on that. Uh, But... uh, but in the meantime, Chad, how are you doing? You had a week hiatus there. I did. I did. Um, like I, I, it work gets a little crazy sometimes around uh, February, March for me. Uh, that's just how it is. Uh, I do need to sleep and such. I have to work a little late. What? Wake up what? Yeah. We'll and uh, sometimes, <laughs> sometimes there's a week where I'm just like, yeah, this is one of those days. I gotta. I had myself a week, mm-hmm. so. Uh, mm-hmm. It was in good hands. I reviewed the show. 
uh, I'm going to look at all of the um, suggestions and everything that was made by Matt and, uh, you know, all the things that were said, the critiques about uh, how I'm running the show. <laughs> there were some comments. Take, well, I'm going to take all that stuff mm -hmm. and throw it out the window and ignore all of <laughs> my show. Mm hmm. It sounds like a booker already. Yeah. See, I was gonna say this. Sound, is this what you're like backstage now? You know, Chris? <laughs> we're only one. We're only month, one month in. Who knows what I'm gonna be like in six months? Mm -hmm. Chad's been at this uh, since uh, January, so on a weekly basis. Yeah. So. Well, it, it, so pretty sure you're gonna get some footage of me. Matt, oh. So mainstream Matt, Mr. Norm Connors, can you take a hike now? <laughs> <laughs> this is my show. <laughs> No, uh, Matt did a very well, a, a very good job. He was, he was of mm -hmm. course, because he's run the show for how long? Um, okay, we do. I, I do have submitted moves from some people. So, um, by the way, we do we do have a a, a fourth person. So, oh god. So who do we have? Uh, so, for you know everybody here, um, and actually we'll have another person uh, hop in too. So, um, so we got, so obviously everybody here, we got Chris, we got myself, we got Mad Mike, and we do have a, 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 in a, a move from Tina and I believe Ponder's going to hop in momentarily. He, he is, he is here. He's acknowledge yeah, oh, he's already here. You, you may, you, you know. may acknowledge me at any time. <laughs> <laughs> do, do you, Ponder, do you have a preferred title? Like. I mean, you, you don't have to think of it now. Just, you know. Yeah, you yeah no, understood. Understood. We, understood. We, would, we would, you know, obviously, you know, want to use your proper title that you, know. that you chose yourself. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You we ready to kick this thing off? Yes, yes. And I apologize. Um, the graphics were not loading correctly for me to put them in the system, so I do not have the brand new ones. So, so that's apologies. okay. Uh, uh, I'll uh, say uh, visual. Apologies. You just imagine them vividly with yes. motion <laughs> graphics in your head. This is Mayhem Mania. It's not just the ultimate fantasy booking challenge. It's also a competitive thought experiment. The object of Mayhem Mania is to craft the best WrestleMania card possible within the boundaries of our current reality. That means anyone WWE can book in a match is available to our players. But this year, there is a twist. Mayhem Mania 2022 is a two-night event. Night one will be the night for our traditional Mayhem Mania card featuring WWE-related matches. But on night two, we open the forbidden door and make it possible for our players to create matches with anyone outside of the WWE. Every week, we invite players to make a change to one of the matches on our cards. They can kill a match entirely and create a new one uh, with other individuals. They can swap out an individual or team in a match for another individual or team. They can swap out an individual or team in a match with an individual or team in another match already on the card, so a straight swap. Or they can add an individual or team to an existing match. But not everyone is currently eligible to be used in Mayhem Mania. Some are being held in a place we lovingly refer to as Space Jail. 
and the current inmates of Space Joe include Avery Good, Commander Sterling, Gunther, Johnny Knoxville, Keith Lee, Ray Phoenix, Sonny Kiss, Tama Tonga, Tonga Loa, Ultra Mantis Black, Will Ospreay, and Ziggy Heim. What did she do? Somebody, somebody had well, a problem be, with Ziggy. Uh, that no, to be fair, take it? When, when when these picks were made, we were not aware that these people were going into Space Jam. Oh yeah, that's right. Correct. He was just like pick random people, and was like they're yeah. on jail. Yeah, yeah, very first week was like, uh, give give me two names, give me two names, give me before anything mm-hmm. starts. Like, hey, everyone, you, you know that those wonderful two names you gave me. All in space. Yes, man. So, so, so can I? I can't break anyone out of space jail. They're unavailable. Well, that's what we're gonna do right now. We're gonna take <laughs> two spins of the space jail wheel. One for Sorg, one for Mad Mike. Spin it and see. I have them numbered right here. There are a couple blanks. If you hit a blank, I'll allow you to re-spin because I missed a week and I'm going to be fair to you at this very moment, but probably not within the next few. So, okay, Sorg, spin the wheel. Sorg, this is your spin. Good luck. May the odds be in your favor. (laughs) Four. Who is four? Four is empty. Go ahead and spin it What? What? An empty cell. We have a vacancy in space. Oh, spin the spin the goddamn wheel again. That that one that one's for spoiler from the Batman. Yeah, (laughs) no spoilers. If you get three strikes, you're out. Trip to the the star. Oh man, that one. It's empty too. Chad, Chad. How about if you spin and it lands on the star, you get the pick. Mm, No veto. All right, all right. Okay, worth the shot. Ready. Strike three, and I'm going to put somebody else in space. Yeah. Oh, shit. 22. That's blank. So Are you kidding me? Now, that's your fault. Don't, don't, Are you don't, kidding don't, me? Don't punish him. That, that's your fault. Now, I mean, How there's many not, are there's, in there? There is, uh, like, 15. There's 12 people in space. So 12, yeah. 12. Oh, yeah, some got out last week. Mm. Like uh, Shane Taylor. Mm. I'm, I, I am wear, I'm actually wearing a Shane Taylor shirt. Yes. So. Exactly. Shane Taylor Promotions. Good. Uh, I'm sorry, Sorg. Uh, you have failed on all of your spins. Something you love to do, you did not do very well tonight. At least I got to spin three times. Well, for yourself. But now, spin. Yeah, you get to spin for me. For Mike. All right. Spin the wheel, make the so deal. We have better Brothers. luck. I gave you ample, ample spins to get somebody out. Mm-hmm. And you want them in there, so go ahead and spin that wheel. All right, Mike. We're Mike. There we go. Oh, I like that spin. That's a good spin. Seventeen. That's empty. What? You're hitting all the like. Wow. Why don't spin it again. I am suspicious of this situation. Nah, it's, it's right here. It's like a D&D DM who's just sort of like, yeah, right yeah or, or, that or, or, doesn't or, or, yeah. hit. Sword, sword or, go again. I feel I feel lucky. It, it feels like that. I'm about oh, wait a minute. That moved. I'm about, to, I'm about to switch the dice. Um, C5. <laughs> in it. Look, there's the list. Natural there's 20. List. Six. Six. <laughs> six. Six is empty. What? <laughs> Jesus, Sorg. Sorg. Spin it again. <laughs> Sorg. I want to spin it this way. 
Okay. Oh, see, good. that wasn't as good a spin. That didn't sound good. Oh, it couldn't have been any worse than the previous five. 24. 24. Jeez, you bad. What? Sork. Are you kidding 24. me? Empty. Sork. Empty. All of them. Sork. Six spins. No, nobody. You hit. <laughs> there are 12. There are 12 free spaces. Sorg hit half of them. You had a 50-50 chance of getting so one person on every spin. This is why I don't go to Vegas. Six. <laughs> that's fair. That's, that's fair. Okay. Okay. Well, we tried. Hold on. This is, I'm just going to do a test one. Of course, this time it's going to be like Ziggy Heim that gets out. That's one again. Oh, no. It's on the star again. Bad luck tonight, to Sorg. I didn't know this is from Ikea. Sorg, did you... <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised it has numbers on it since it's sure, from my Blame Ikea. the Dutch. Oh, <laughs> it's the wrong language. Uh, Either way, you still 50 50 it the wrong way. Oh, boy. Six times. Yeah, but there's you didn't you're not thinking about the uh the the, the Norwegian exchange rate. Mmm. Oh, yeah, I didn't have a uh I didn't it's give okay. you instru- I didn't give you instructions that were all just pictures and not words. I'm sorry. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. It's okay. It's okay. It's fine. Mm-hmm. I, I I got out my I got my I got out my inspiration. So <laughs> Well we have Nothing a else. super card that has been by filled the, out with graduated matches. Yes. By the way, I did I did put a, a, a line out to Bradley, uh, who does not like Mayhem Mania. And I was like, Do you want to hop in since you're a manager? And he says, I'm busy playing Burger Time. This is my fault, by the way. I introduced him to this app that plays Burger Time and classic <laughs> games on him. Burger Time is one of my favorite games, by the way. Anyways, we have a super card. We have a super card. That's the graduated matches nobody can touch right now. Mm -hmm. On the WWE side, we have David Arquette versus Samoa Joe, made by Matt Mike. And we have Cesaro versus new NXT champion Dolph Ziggler. Uh, That was made by Papa Judo. Don't make me have to watch NXT, man. Okay. <laughs> we have two matches on the Forbidden Door evening as well. Joker Sting versus The Fiend versus Danhausen, made by Mr. Starks. I can't wait to see this at all out. And Darby <laughs> Allen versus, uh, was it Jay White versus Chris Lee Mori? I can't wait to see this at double or nothing. The Podfather himself, Sorgatron. I made that? Yep. Yep. That's You're why he gets the spin, Sorgatron. You're the last one to touch it. Okay. So that's okay. where we're at. Uh, our normal card. I heard complaints that we weren't graduating enough matches. <laughs> so I'm going to fix it. Okay. Oh boy, here we go. These ma- these matches have been on the card for a while, so I'm going to go ahead and graduate them. Yes. They have proven they've been there for a while. So we're going to go ahead and graduate that Beth Phoenix Ripley Gonzalez Bel Air match. Mm. Oh, good thing Dave Fonder's here. Dave Fodner, congratulations. We're also going to graduate Elias and Graves. Hey, Sorg, you get your friend to the show, man. Yay! (laughs) And I don't know if, maybe you guys can help me a little bit here. The Forbidden Door card, I don't know if anyone's really hung around for a extremely long amount of time. Not these ones, no. No, I don't think so. 
I think the law, the one that's that hasn't been touched that's been around is probably Nick Gage versus Wardlow. I believe yeah, so. Yeah. Yeah. The longest one. Yeah. But not long enough for me to graduate, I don't believe. Okay. No. All right. So the other ones, yeah, they've been around for like four weeks. I have like no graphics left <laughs> after this. But uh, I'll run down the card, then we can play. I know this is getting kind of long. Mm-hmm. On the WWE night, these are the ones that you can customize here. We have Commander Aziz versus Omos versus Veer. Okay. Made by Dave we have Carmelo Hayes versus Ricochet. Mm-hmm. Made by Tina. We have the Bloodline, both Usos and um, that guy, Roman. Yeah. For, and, and a fourth member, Solo Sokoa. Versus Brock, Alpha Academy, and Shelton Benjamin. Made by Ma- Mainstream Matt. And we have Rousey versus Satamora. Made by Mad Mike. There are two spots open now on that side. So you can make some straight new matches. So you can create a yeah, straight match. Two of them. Okay. The Forbidden Door evening has six matches. The Inspiration versus Mia Yim and Athena. Made by yeah. Mad Mike. Shane Taylor versus Lance Archer, made by Sword. This is the hard one. I've been practicing. Marafuji Ichimori versus Suzuki and Tajiri. Yeah, right? Yeah. Yep. Yep. Made by Ronnie Nicole. Naomichi Marafuji and Taiji Ichimori. Exactly. Uh, Josh Alexander versus Daniel Bryanson or Brian Danielson (laughs) or whatever combination. I like Daniel Bryan. Daniel Bryan's straight. Daniel uh, Bryan. Tina, made by Tina. Daniel Bryan Danielson has been my deal. Yeah, Daniel <laughs> Danielson, <laughs> Brian Ryleson. Uh, Nick Gage versus Wardlow, made by Mad Mike. Mm-hmm. And last week, Zeke made Jonathan Gresham versus, I believe, what is Daniel Garcia, right? Daniel yes. Garcia. Yes. Okay, that's a good one. Um, are, are there any open spots for the uh, Forbidden Door night? As of right now, no. Okay. Um, can we put Tina first since she has a submitted one? Yes, we can. Okay. Um, and what do you want to do order-wise beyond that? Uh, let's go Tina. Let's go Mr. LaRusso. Let's go uh, Sorg, number three. Podner, four. No, Podner, five. Mike, you go four. Okay. You've been, you've been last a couple of times already. I have, but that's mostly due to the Alex Carr's rule. Yeah, that's why. We'll let Bond. <laughs> we had a match that graduated tonight, so we'll have him go last. And Chris, I'm about to send you the match list since we don't have the graphics for everything. So you can, uh, keep up on yeah, it. It's a little long, a little wordy. <laughs> so if you do have any questions, please mm-hmm. just go ahead and voice them and we'll, yes. we'll and uh, I, guide you and, in the right way. And you're all lucky because I lost the counter. Uh, so. <laughs> <laughs> he also lost his ability to spin a wheel. But. Hey! <laughs> no, he's funny. He just can't land it. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's tough. That's that's I that's rough. <laughs> I have a gambling problem. I suck at it. Uh anyways, uh so Tina Tina's move is to apologies. And I'm sad at this. Uh I do not agree with this, but uh broken hearts. We are gonna remove Gresham versus Garcia. Wow. Mm-hmm. Okay. Wow. Mm-hmm. And this is going to, we're going to put in Sammy Guevara versus ELP. 
Okay. El 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 Fantasma. El he, yeah, El El Fantasma. I couldn't remember. El Hidio, yeah. Yeah, it's El Hidio Del Fantasma. I mean, it was an interesting Canadian name there. Chopping, ch- kicking redwoods. Mm-hmm. Kicking redwoods. I do want ELP to make uh, some prime time. I, I may have it. mixed them up with fan, um, Legato del Fantasma. Did you just like combine them? I, I think I, I do. Yeah, Legato del Fantasma. Yeah, I did. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, did. yeah, I think that's, that's. I do that sometimes too. I think. There's so. a. I, they just float. At Spanish, all the words flow very well together, so mm-hmm. it's real easy to it's mix them. It's almost like they belong together. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so Sammy Guevara versus E. L E by Tina. Thank you, mm-hmm. Tina. Our esteemed guest, Mr. LaRusso. Mm. You are up. What does the rule say about altering a match that was just made? <laughs> you can do that. If you were that... to do that, Tina would get last pick or right, last uh pick on the next show. Because I'm going to alter it, Tina's match. It's called the 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 Alex Cars rule. Okay, I'm going to alter yeah. Tina's match because okay. this is a match that I think would do very very well. Okay, tag team a uh, mixed tag team match. Sammy Guevara and Ty Conti versus Adam Cole and Britt Baker. So removing ELP, yes, and adding Cole. Hold on, I want to see if I have the graphic of. We, I want to show Chris always, what we did. <laughs> we always end up with relationship. Matches. Yes, we do because always we had, we had a period. We are great yeah. relationship counselors. But here is the one thing are. I will say: you can't tell me that match wouldn't rock. That would, that would be good. No, that absolutely would would be really good. Um, we, we didn't have Guevara and Ty Conti in any of the previous versions. No, we have no, no, we did not. Um, Cole and Baker have been in. Lots of versions. I think we've had like five matches with Cohen Baker, actually. We had Cohen Baker. We had Punk and Lee. We had, uh, uh, I believe, Proper. Daniel Bryanston. I have a bunch. Yeah, we had a bunch. There was like, we had like four couples in a match at one point. Uh, It got pretty ridiculous. I like it. I like it, Chris. Thank you. Who else are we at? Yeah. God, why don't I have a graphic for this? <laughs> yeah, that got that. That was almost a. Uh, it was a what? It got up to four teams at one. Yeah, point. it was like a four-way so, yeah. tag uh, for a bit there. Yeah, I got pretty much. I like it. Yeah. Sam Guevara yeah. and Ty Conti versus Adam Cole and his baby, Britt Baker. Mm-hmm. Doctor Britt Baker. Doctor Britt Baker. D M. I mean, we did get pretty crazy, like especially when we let Beastman book some stuff. Like, I mean, there's um, <laughs> I, I can't even describe this. Uh, I don't know even know there, who the there's guy a left zombie is. Rick Rude in there. Zombie Rick Rude, Lord Zoltan. We bent the rules a little bit Dink, to allow that zombie Rick Rude. Ricky but... Borton, the Soul Taker. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it was it was pretty wonky. Well, so, <laughs> at least everyone survived. Well, except for Rick Rude. Um, <laughs> I, I meant us. I mean, I oh, oh, okay. I, 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 the booking wasn't so bad that none of us died. Okay. Well, correct, it didn't make correct. the show. <laughs> so. Oh, boy. All righty, Sorg. 
Oh, it's up. my turn. All right, let me look at this Now, list. someone, two people have to add matches to the WWE, right? Uh, I'd hate to handicap people like that. I would hope they would uh, be I, able to do that themselves. But okay. we're on we're on turn three. Maybe lean that way if you All can. Right. I'm going to have one. So. Okay, here we go. Um, I have some matches inspired by my playing of 2K22 the last 24 hours. Oh, boy. <laughs> here we go. Here we go. You're Although, a lot, of them, a lot of my matches were with people that are no longer with the company. So, I have to temper myself a little That's bit. It's like half that roster. Yeah, yeah. I did. It is, it's fascinating to go through that roster. Why is Tucker still on there? Like, I like Tucker, but it's like, how did you because make you the... Because you need someone at the low end of the ring. Mm. Buddy Murphy's on there. Yeah. Is Buddy Murphy in there? I didn't notice. He is. Yes, oh, he is. Geez. He comes out with Seth Rollins. No way. <laughs> they're, they're a duo, hey. an entrance in the game. Yeah, it's very- At least he doesn't come out with Aaliyah. Oh, yeah. Anyways, um, so I'm going to go, because I did have a match. I'm not going to make this particular match. Maybe I should. Um, I did, uh, at one point, make Stone Cold Steve Austin versus Nakamura um, <laughs> in a backstage, a backstage brawl, which was fantastic. He threw me off of a scaffolding, and it was, it was nuts. Um, but, uh, yeah. so, so, you know what? Fuck it. Stone Cold is supposed to do something here, right? Mm-hmm. He did release the video today. I, so. I Stone Cold. Definitely you know what? Screw it. Stone Cold versus Knock. Let's make it happen. Make it happen. Oh, boy. Stone Cold versus Nakamura. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The king of drinking style versus the king <laughs> of strong style. I like it. <laughs> I like it. All right, made by by swords. All right, that means there's one vacancy on the WWE night. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Two people left. Mad Mike, you are now up. Podner, you are in the warm-up circle. Okay, so um, I've spent the majority of this season of Mayhem Mania trying to make good matches. No, no, no. Legitimately. Legitimately. He's going the other way. (laughs) I haven't tried to do anything crazy, anything I thought was out of bounds, or hell, some of them were even booked. And I've spent the entirety of Mayhem Mania just trying to spin this damn wheel. Yes. Um I'm going to I'm going to make the weirdest match I can think of. Now we're talking. It's going to be a uh, family versus family, six man tag. Well, six person tag, excuse me. Um, and given that, you know, there were talks this week that this person may have a match at WrestleMania mm-hmm. in a fashion, mm-hmm. um, we are going to have Mr. McMahon, Shane McMahon, and Stephanie McMahon versus Chavo Guerrero, Shaw Guerrero, and Dominic Guerrero. Yes, Dominic Guerrero <laughs> teaming with his sister, Shaw, the way it's supposed to be. I like this timeline. All right. I still think, uh, I don't know, maybe not this year, but I, I still think uh, Ray retires by losing his mask in a match to Dominic. Yes. Dominic Guerrero. And Dominic, Dominic, and Dominic cheats. Dominic turns heel. <laughs> if he took the Guerrero last name, that would be pretty interesting. And I think he, uh, he has a match with Ray for his mask, takes the mask. Whether he wears mm-hmm. it from then on is is something, but I think Dom- that Ray's going to retire. 
I've said as soon as he turns heel and takes the Guerrero name, Dominic's first shirt is he's my poppy. Mm-hmm. That's his first shirt, and it would sell like gangbusters. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. I agree with that. But yeah, definitely Ray retires by giving his mask to his son. It just makes sense to me. And then Dominic stomps on it and says, I lied! <laughs> yep, little shimmy. Mm-hmm. Nice. All right, and we are ready for our last participant of the evening, the esteemed Dave Audner. Okay, okay. So I'm going to go to the Forbidden Door side. All right, six matches to choose from on that right. night. Right, and... I'm going to remove Nick Gage and Wardlow. How oh. dare you? How dare you? I okay. was singing your praises, telling I everyone to acknowledge you. you. Wait, wait. You have tons of matches. Tons, tons of matches. And matches that have been, you know, and, put on and, the super and, card. And you know what? I, I love them all. I realize I get, that. I get offended. But I, I, I am replacing violence with violence. <laughs> Okay. Okay. Because, because as the as the saying goes, book more tag teams, you cowards. Mm-hmm. I just did. Ooh. Book more female tag teams, ah. you cowards. Mm-hmm. Okay. 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 So, I have Willow Nightingale and Edith Surreal mm-hmm. versus coming in from the wasteland, Max the Impaler and <laughs> Heidi Hallitzer. Oh, jeez. I'll take it. I'll take it. That's going to have fun with graphics this week. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Willow and Edith versus Willow and Edith versus Max and Heidi. I I think you can mostly just steal and enjoy graphic for that. So, (laughs) I mean, I think Heidi's the only one that has been there. Yeah. Heidi hasn't been there yet. 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 Yes. Yes. (laughs) That was made by Podman. Oh boy. All right. All right. So added tonight we have Stone Cold versus Nakamura by Sorg. That was in one of the vacant spots. And uh we have Vince Shane and Steph versus Chavo Dom and Shaw. Made by Mad Mike. Yes. As the two new good. matches for our WB side, and then we have two new matches for the Forbidden Door side. And that was the just mentioned Willow Edith. Versus Max and Heidi. Made by Dave Ponder. And this one, which was altered. Tina made the first move. LaRusso improved it in his eyes. Sammy Guevara versus and Ty Conti versus Adam Cole and Britt Baker. D-M-D. And, uh, yeah, I think, I think that'll take care of it. All righty. That'll do it. With that, it is time to oh, find. Oh, 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 oh. one second. Mm. Uh oh. WrestleMania is April second and April third. That means Patreon in the bank is March 29th. <clears throat> yes. Three weeks away. Two weeks away. Three. Weeks away. I don't oh, know. Yeah. Three, oh, three weeks. Three weeks. Three weeks away. So with that wraps it up, and then we have our final vote leading into WrestleMania, right? Yeah. All right. Sounds good. Sounds good. That's the um, week. That's the that's the the week. Chad, Chad, so, I just want to point out, I I'm on a level higher than everyone else. 
every month. I, I just want to point that out. 37? 37. That will definitely go into consideration. In a row? Okay. Yes. And I don't believe I have any other sword. You know what? Go ahead and spin the wheel one more time. I'm what? Feeling- what? And it- <laughs> what? Again? Spin it one more time. Mm-hmm. I'm going to laugh if he gets a different vacant spot. If you hit a now, this is the list. Look, that's Chad. Chad, okay. I, I, there, are, there are empty spots in this list. Mm-hmm. Chad, Warm it up, Sword. Warm if it up. Sword Warm it up. hits a vacant spot that he has previously hit, mm-hmm. I think that's even harder to do. I think he should get the pick. If he hits a star, he can pick. Okay, mm-hmm. okay, there you go, Sword. Got something to shoot for. Here we go. He's, he's gearing up. Oh boy. Here we go. That's a good spin. Oh, no whammy, no whammy, no whammy, no whammy. 21. No. No. Don't tell me. Don't no. tell me. It's an empty spot. Empty. That's insane. Empty. And it wasn't even an empty spot you hit before. No. Now on our yeah, you're all over the place tonight, Sorg. Sorg, just try one more time, just for fun. You didn't sink any battleships. No hits. Seven. Seven. Seven had Commander Sterling in it. But... Sorry. Sorry. Thirteen doesn't have anybody in it. Seven again. <laughs> 19's blank. <laughs> You're still wrong. You're done, Sora. This week was not wow. a good week for you spinning that wheel. Wow. What did you learn? What did you learn? What did I learn? Hmm. I learned Sora can't spin a wheel worth a damn this week. Don't go to the roulette table, Sora. Do not do it. Don't do it. Chris, let's go to the rubbers. Let's go. Uh, I got all my bad luck out of me. Let's go. Okay. Well, uh, I'm sure we'll see Virgil. Oh, okay. So. Um... <laughs> What I learn, what I learn. Um, you know, I, I'll, I'll, I'll play it kind of. Uh, I'll play it kind of straight. That uh, what did I learn in wrestling this week? That uh, anything uh, worth having is worth working hard for. I'll just leave it at that. Amen. Life Amen. advice from Chris Larusso. Um, I learned that WWE Two K game is pretty good, guys. That's what I hear. I can't, guys. I haven't. Is, been... is it one of those things where like they failed so hard that they like you know? It feels good. It, like I picked it up and I knew what to do. Like it wasn't like you're doing all this goofy shit to make moves happen. Mm-hmm. Like so, like, it was, it was very intuitive. Yeah, it really was, is. See, here's the thing. Two K twenty was bad. Yeah, that's bad, what it is. Two K twenty was terrible. And here's the thing. I'm lost in Elden Ring right now, so no, like, I'm yeah. not. I'm not coming up anytime soon. But God like. Speed. Godspeed. Yeah, you like and I'm lost in in horizons, uh, horizon forbidden west and Grand yeah. Turismo Seven. Yeah, so. I mean, I I do not like 2K for their cross play. Give us twenty bucks to have both versions, kind of situation, um, or the uh, pay a hundred dollars for early access situation. Um, but I accept it for what it is. And um, yeah, money grab. I'm not saying you should drop a hundred hundred twenty dollars for this thing. Uh, hundred twenty dollars if you want the NWO pack. I know um, a friend of mine did do the end of the oh boy oh boy they are already having server trouble and we only have the people with the deluxe packs and up 
it well, hey, it drops on hey, Friday for everybody else. Good on them for taking a year off. And from what it sounds like, the year off did them much, much good. I yes. Say, uh, uh, the they game really itself, were... but the game itself, other than you know, networking issues is networking issues. So, yeah, whatever. But because um, um, the last game I bought was uh, WWE 12, which I believe was the last THQ one, perhaps. Um, maybe the next to last, because maybe they did the Punk one in 13. Um, but but uh, it, it, it feels good. I'm glad I got it. And, and I'm a big more like WWE Battlegrounds fan, uh, the over-the-top ones. But um, I have not enjoyed a standard WWE wrestling game like this since... 2008 Raw versus SmackDown, maybe? Which was the one that had ECW on it? <laughs> Look, I mean, um, I'm all the way back to the N64. Well, I mean, like, there's that, yeah. obviously. Yeah, but, so. um, but but like that's the last time I like looked forward to one of these games and, and it delivered for the most part, right? Um, so it's just been like, meh, ever since. I played 2K19 uh, or 20, maybe. Like, it was on Game Pass not too long ago. I was like, oh, yeah, this is rough. You know, it's, it's just not fun. You know, this is fun. It feels fun. You find yourself pulling off a move and like, whoa, you know, like like there's good moments in this thing. And I haven't got into the customization or anything, really. Um, I saw somebody made Jade Cargill that's over all over Twitter. So I can't wait to be able to download people. Um, yeah, I saw you can put in renders of people. Yeah, I have heard that, that they have they have started to take some steps to remove CM Punk's. Um, if you, you cannot write the word CM Punk without getting a block on there, apparently. So, uh, eh, but, um, but other than that, you, okay, we were those things like that aside, but other than that, like, like you can't really make much about it. Cause you got like half of an AEW roster on this thing. So, which is kind of <laughs> fun. You can legit like reenact matches that happened on revolution the other night <laughs> so it's really interesting and, and wardlow won the sonic the hedgehog memorial trophy yes he did yes he. Did. by the way i'm waiting for the botchamania when he picks that thing up and you hear the sonic the hedgehog like you got a chaos Emerald. i feel like my, my favorite my favorite thing about that was dan Housen, uh quote tweeted that picture of wardlow holding the ring Yes. And Dan Housen was like, does this make him the Ring of Honor champion? <laughs> also, I'm just I, like, that That just tickled me in a way. I, I like, also enjoyed when he thanked Tony Khan for uh, finally defeating his nemesis, uh, David, Dave Honor. David Honor. David Honor, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. Um, Mad Mike, what'd you learn this week? Uh, I learned that RJ City is a terrible driver. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> just a just an awful driver. I think he said everybody that he drove lost this week. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Uh, did Did you watch those series? That'll of, fucking uh... teach you. I, I watched a couple of them. I want to watch the rest. Oh. I, I saw the uh, Chris Statlander and the Ricky Starks one. The Ricky Starks one. <laughs> you know, all right, I'm gonna say this. I I wasn't a Ricky Starks guy mm-hmm. when he started. I am so much a Ricky Starks guy right now. Mm-hmm. Oh my god. I'm very much so. Like he, him him being on commentary with Taz has helped mm-hmm. so much. Oh yeah. It's helped so much. Jericho still does not need to be anywhere near me. Okay. But 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 Ricky like if you haven't seen the six minute thing of him in RJ City, you need to watch it because it is just wonderful. I believe there's also uh, Paul White and Dan Housen are part of these. And of course, I mean, you know, Dan, uh, Dan I, I didn't like them as much. 
Okay, I, yeah, but I haven't seen it. He but... didn't realize it was RJ City in the hat. Mm. Afterwards. He's like, what? That was that was my friend RJ City under the hat? Oh, no. <laughs> the Chris Statlander one was adorable. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It, it was a different kind of vibe. I have one thing I want to say, and this is completely off topic, but uh, this might be a bit closer. There is a reason why uh, Braun Breaker dropped the NXT title tonight. I guarantee... He did the match on Raw. Vince took one look at him like, you're done. Come here. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, there's also, they have to get ready for stand and deliver too. So mm-hmm. I, I, I still say Vince finally got to me. and was like, nope. Mm-hmm. 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 He drops the title tomorrow. But we have like six. He drops the title tomorrow. Damn it. Mm-hmm. It's going to be such good the, shit. The best part of that is apparently now they're what doing what they should have been doing is when they bring someone up from NXT, they don't change them. Mm-hmm. Braun Breaker came up as Braun Breaker. Did well, Braun I, Breaker stuff. I, now that they're actually won. He won a match on Raw. Well, now that everybody's being molded in Vince McMahon's image, it it you know, yeah. it's not yeah. Like to be fair, he was like two thirds of the way there. You're like, guys, like <laughs> we're we're making NXT stars to be accepted by Vince, not because this is what we think wrestling so, should be. So Braun Breaker and Omas. Yeah. So Braun Breaker and Omos are the last two guys in the Andre Battle Royal. Absolutely. Uh, anyways, uh, who's next? Dave Potter, what'd you learn? Well, I learned that no matter how violent Moxley and uh, Daniel can get, there is one person who can control them. Hmm. And Mr. Regal can't control anybody daddy's home those those slaps to Mm. both of them i I love this the other slap it's like oh you slap moxley yay i'm happy oh i shouldn't have laughed Mm -hmm. those were those were two siblings like i saw some other people say those are two siblings fighting in the living room and dad came home and Mm -hmm. and and, and, and according to twitter i did not realize how many women were uh, into a british man who speaks with an air of authority oh yeah (laughs) I I did not realize that was a I didn't realize Mr. Regal was uh was such the uh the uh object of so many women's affection. In, in another life he could be James Bond. Yeah. I mean, he's a Looks man. Like was, a real I man's mean, man. He could he could be James Bond right now. By the way, no, <laughs> another match I considered I realized I couldn't do for Mayhem Mania because I did play Xavier Woods versus uh William Regal in Hell in a Cell. Uh by the way, it was on main event. Uh, <laughs> did, you, did you do it? Oh, I was gonna say you should have done it at King of the Ring. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, don't know, I don't know if there is a King <laughs> of the Ring arena. Thunderdome oh. looks pretty cool, actually. Like, <laughs> oh, so I, I wanted to ask about that. So there are actual people's faces. Yeah, they're like in loops. They're like faces in loops. I don't know where they got them from, or maybe That's staff or weird. something. It's 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 kind of fun. It's it's, it's kind of cool. I didn't even notice till I climbed the hell in the cell. I'm like, oh shit, I'm in the Thunderdome. So can but, you brawl in, into the screens? I haven't noticed yet, but I don't know. There's a lot of like getting into the over the barricade. Um, like I, I can't remember the last time you were able to do that. So, anyways, sorry. Uh, who, uh, Chad? Have you gone yet? No. no. Okay. I learned. I learned a few things. Um, real quick, I did learn uh, that some of those bylines about Florida can happen in real life, like. You know, sixty-one-year-old Florida man falls from balcony at local pro wrestling show. <laughs> um, he's not hurt, but you know, paramedics on scene. It's okay. Um, Tables broke his fall. 
<laughs> oh, he he hit his head on that one. Oh, did he? Uh, that was a pretty good show. Uh, I did I did enjoy. Uh, speaking of Raw, real quick, uh, tag team wrestling is alive and well on Raw. Good. Um, RK Bro and the Alpha Academy, and uh, who else did they? They had that triple threat. Seth KO. Uh, yeah, Seth and KO. Um, solid. It, I mean, it's entertaining. It's been entertaining for weeks now. Uh, the Street Profits are entertaining. The okay. New Day. Uh, tag teams on the up mm-hmm. in WWE. I don't know what changed or what allowed them to do this, but they seem to be finding a groove, which is nice to see. Um, here's a question that I, 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 I've been periodically asking. Is this a time that I should um, come back to WWE main programming? Maybe in small chunks. Okay. Uh, if you're already soured on, like, some WWE programming, come back and look at some things in small chunks. Should I stay with the YouTube clips? Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. And I also learned... Uh, yeah, microdose yourself. It's like you have a, it's like you have an allergy. Yeah. Microdose so yeah. that you can build up a tolerance. I thought you going to say, like, take an LSD. Because if you jump back in... Like, no, like... <laughs> like, I'm tripping on some WWE, angry. man. You jump back in, you're going to get angry, sort of. You don't watch say three hours of Raw, you're going to be like, oh, this is well, three hours. I mean, three yeah. hours of Raw is, Nobody is always going to be but two well, hours I mean, of Raw. You know, you're Hulu cut, right? So If you watch 20 minutes of tag team wrestling and then you watch another uh, promo, mm. yeah, you're good. You're good for the, for the week. Oh, Charlotte's coming out? I'm going to skip, man. Yeah. And I also learned that um, I really like uh, – uh, AEW's trios wrestling. Uh, they're probably going to have a trios championship at some point. They have been heavy with the multi-man matches on Dark for sure. I love. Well, they have way too many people out during matches to begin with. But um, I like trios. I mm-hmm. like it. Mm-hmm. I'm a big fan of House of Black. I love. Mm-hmm. I love that uh, Alistair carried a gimmick from one federation to another. Mm-hmm. And Ring of I Honor like had a trios title. I definitely now that they have three people and their match uh, at that pay-per-view was really good. It got a little sloppy from the ref side. Like he needed some control and got a little out of hand, mm-hmm. but uh, I really like that match. I, it was one of my favorites. Good, good trios can be amazing, but man, if people don't know how to do trios, it can get ugly. Yeah. <laughs> that was one I, I saw and went, man, if they're going to be trios like this, like yeah, they yeah. could tighten it up in the middle a little bit. Like, because yeah. I lost from my, I don't know who the legal man is. Mm-hmm. I don't think the ref knew who the legal man is because they were flying all over the place. Mm-hmm. I was like, they tighten this up a little bit. Yeah, it's going to be, it's going to be appointment television to watch. Maybe they uh, bring, that'll be the Ring of Honor thing. You know? It, well, I mean, they yeah. have the title already. So, hey, never know. Never know. They have a lot of titles for having an hour show every week. <laughs> when you think about it. So, <laughs> we'll see how that goes. All right, I think we hit everybody. Tina, uh, by the way, had some commentary here. Uh, Regal does have that vibe, and lest we forget, <laughs> lest we forget, Layla and Regal. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, now, if they can have that momentum for the women's tag, would be great. I think that's the next. Step. Well, I, I, okay. The problem with the women's tag is they just don't have the roster. <laughs> they don't have enough people. To oh. Like the fact that we're getting a triple threat women's tag title match. At Mania is kind of amazing enough. They got rid of all their tags. About say, I, I, I mean, real. I mean, just throwing together Sasha and um, Naomi. Mm-hmm. 
I mean, it's it's a callback to Team Bad, but that was who was president then? <laughs> that might have been an Obama. That might be. That was, yeah, that was, that Obama. was Obama. That was yeah, Obama. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah. by the way, that's one. That's one of those ways that you can always tell when somebody like pitches an idea or when somebody calls back to somebody. If you can go, like, oh yeah, who was president when you did that? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> always a good way to you know. No wait, which Bush? Which Bush? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's a different question. Yes. Uh, guys, thank you so much. I think we got everybody here. Uh, uh, Chris, thank you so much. Rise Wrestling. Yeah, let me hit the plug real quick. Okay, Rise Pro Wrestling. The Iceman coming Saturday, March 12th at the Union Town Mall, Union uh, Town, Pennsylvania, sponsored by Geekadrome for the Rise Grand Championship. Pretty Boy Smooth goes against the foreign champion, the Iceman Tony Johnson. The Great Success takes on uh, Keith Hott and Tyler Vox in a rematch for the tag team titles. We've got the runway versus Tad Jarvis and Brandon K. Noir versus Chase Oliver. Laura Loveless versus the final girl Ziggy Heim. Edric Everhart versus Drake Braddock. Wide open Dalton Throttle versus Cowpoke Paul. And the yes! successful yeah, oh another huge Cowpoke Paul. He's so over. And just, I, uh, I don't think I've had a conversation with him, but I think I'm booking him for this show. Is he busy next week? Uh, I'll ask. Okay. Um, uh, and Jordan Styles goes one on one with the Reaper Matt Connor. Tickets on sale at risewrestling.com. Follow him on social media. If you want to follow me on social media, at Chris LaRusso on Twitter, at Chris LaRusso on Instagram, and uh, please follow Rise Wrestling. There it is. And of course, if you want to catch up, what's going on? IndieWrestling.us.network. YouTube. No, there's whatever it's on there. Um, yeah, IndieWrestling.us for all of Rise's stuff. Go, go. go. Uh, plenty of clips if you want to check it out. Clips are coming out now for uh, the last Rise Wrestling show. So keep an eye out for those in the next coming days, um, including a uh, free feature match Thursday. Okay. On the Indie Wrestling YouTube and Facebook page. Check that out. It is uh, the Jace Carr match. Jace uh, Carr and Reaper Matt Connor. And Reaper Matt Connor. There you go. So you'll be uh, checking that. So if you want to see what's going on with Rise Wrestling in the venue they're in now. Very cool. It's out there around the Uniontown Mall. And former Burlington Coat Factory. If you if you get to the mall you and you're like, where the hell is it? For, former Burlington Coat Factory, go to the pizza shop. It's right across from there. And if you're still big into the social distancing, lots of space. Yeah, you can be a football <laughs> field away. ringside. Yes. Yeah, there you go. Chad will be there. Ringside filming. Ringside. Back at it again. I don't know. You did the last one, too. Um, my schedule is uh, we're still working in my head. Someone almost fell on me last show. I forget okay. who it was. It was Jace Carr. Yeah. Oh, good. On the free match. You can see it. There, watch uh, him almost die. Yeah. As long as Ronnie Starks yeah. didn't hurt anybody this time. Yeah, so. someone got close. Ronnie like, Starks. Ooh, that that's generous. a little close. That's... <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. That's... But I, I like the excitement. That There's oil on the ass of Rise of the <laughs> He was almost on the show tonight. But <laughs> I that... see why not. <laughs> He's just a reprehensible human being. So. Oh, that's why we book him. Um, <laughs> is that why you sent him to my show? <laughs> <laughs> well, the conversation is, I need to use him, are you? And, it, and you're like, you can have him. <laughs> Roddy, I'm half kidding. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that seems about right. Roddy, love you. Uh, get well soon. I know he's feeling a little under weather tonight. Oh, so. well, see, that now, now if he dies, I'll feel terrible. <laughs> well, I don't think he's that <laughs> under the weather. But, but, yeah, but you, you know what? Chris, as long as the show's on Wednesday, yes. you're good. Yeah, that's as right. As long as it's on Wednesday. That's right. He doesn't know what night it is anyways. So uh, he'll, 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 he'll see. He'll be walking into uh, the Stronghold Academy Friday night like, sup, guys? Like, 
Yeah, you know it's Sunday. You know what that means. He's going to walk into the studio tomorrow ready for the show. Yeah, I'm kind of ready for that. Right in the middle of my pre-production meeting. Sorg, I got a story for you after we get off the air. Okay, so. let's get out of here. Thank you, everybody, for joining us. We'll see you guys next time. Mayhem. Ow. Just wait. Just wait. Just wait. Just wait. Wait for the perfect time to attack. Don't give up what you want. Take it back. Wait for the perfect time to attack. The show is a member of the Sorgatron Media Podcast Network. Find out more at sorgatronmedia.com.